Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Good morning, rise and shine. It is a Wednesday of Super Bowl week. Of course, we'll be getting into the big game and all that comes with it. In this segment, we will examine some of the narratives, if they should be baked into your handicaps or not, or uh, if these are things to be thrown to the wayside. Then at 720, Lucy Berg stops by. I have a thousand questions for her because normally she is very good at the intersection of pop culture and sports. And the Super Bowl feels like the best place for that, whether it's, you know, the halftime props, the uh, Taylor Swift props, which oh, believe Lord. me, we are getting to like Christian McCaffrey in the end zone. Taylor Swift is inevitable when it comes to talking about the Chiefs. So we'll see if Jenks can, you know, do that without killing himself. But first, at least we will be talking a lot of Super Bowl and football. But Jenks, when it comes to halftime shows, is there anybody that stands out to you as one of your favorite performances? Probably Prince, I would say. I mean, when I look back at the most iconic performances, the ones that really stand out to me, I think it's Prince. Remember Michael Jackson performed as well? I'm trying to think of someone else I enjoyed quite a bit that was more recent 
and I forget because I feel like now you're almost in an impossible situation if you're an artist. Like almost everyone is just waiting to bag on you. I love The Weeknd, but I didn't particularly think his performance was fantastic, even though I really like him a lot and I like his music. But I was like, mm, not really big on that. You know what's funny too is that people forget that as well, it's a long time ago now, but in the 80s, and I believe the Super Bowl was at, I think it was at the Superdome in Detroit, and they had like a band play. <laughs> I Seriously, just a band play. And then not long after that, they had a total disaster. I did a research or just my own little deep dive on this one time. And then they also had, I think this was in Miami, where they had like the world's largest magic trick or something. And the guy was dressed oh, as Elvis. And as they were preparing for this show, like it didn't really make a lot of sense. And then the guy who was supposed to be the Elvis leading this show just dropped out like two days before. He's like, this is dumb. I don't want to do it. So they had to drag someone in at the last minute. So if you look back at, I mean, the really older Super Bowl shows, they're kind of jank and not that great. And then yesterday I was told that during one Super Bowl, remember when In Living Color was popular on Fox and they had Jamie Foxx, no. Keenan Ivory Wayans. You don't remember this? Okay. Jim Carrey. Like no. it was a really very, very funny show. And what they did, and I need to look this up as well. What they did was before Super Bowl shows were big, they said, hey, during the halftime, of the Super Bowl, come watch the skits and the things that we're going to put on on In Living Color. And so many people immediately switched the channel. The NFL was like, we're never going to do this again. Like, we are going to have a massive Super Bowl show so that no one turns away for a second. And sort of since that point, I need to look this up to make sure this is true. Santana Moss was telling me this yesterday. But it makes sense that now you're going to be locked in to one channel, and that is the Super Bowl from start to finish but prince is the answer for me sorry to go off there <laughs> well unless you count the puppy bowl you know some people still turn oh, the puppy bowl. it is very very cute but here's my question before we move, we move on do you think it's ever going to go back out of style to perform at the super bowl halftime show because it does feel like it hasn't been quite as i'm not going to say popular but do you get what i mean I think since, who was it, Jay-Z, I think he turned down the Super Bowl because yeah. they do it for free, don't they? And I know the exposure yeah. is great, but in the day of social media and where everybody has a platform, do you think it's ever going to be, you know, not as big of a deal as it was at the height of his popularity? Mm, that's a good question. I, I think it'll always be a big deal because yeah. it is, it's the biggest platform in the world, really. I mean, mm -hmm. if you think about it, when you have one stage where everyone is locked in on what you're doing, and not just in the States, we're talking across the world, because if you've ever been to Super Bowl Media Day, it is it is bonkers. It's not just everyone from everywhere in the U.S. I mean, there are people from every single country on the planet. And of course, I forget how many languages that the Super Bowl is broadcast in, but think about you have, and that's why they do it for free because the 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 promotion and the eyeballs that are on you are unrivaled compared to any other event in the world. So I think it'll always be something that some artist and a very popular artist will want to do because it will maintain the relevancy, and then also they'll get a huge boon, be it in stream sales, whatever it may be. 
I think so as well, uh, just from a marketing standpoint, because look at what Rihanna did last year. She did something with her makeup line and that product immediately sold out. And as you know, Rihanna is like a billionaire because of her business, her makeup line, her underwear, whatever she's selling. It's not just the music. So I think we will see more of a turn towards that because how much is it to book a Super Bowl commercial? It is very expensive. So these artists, yeah. you know, are taking this platform and using it to their advantage when it comes to marketing their own products. We are seeing way more savvy entertainers who are, you know, uh, having general or multiple streams of income uh, with some of these products that they are promoting. So we'll see if Usher does that. I don't know if he has any products to promote, but I guess we'll see. All right, so <laughs> let's get into some of these narratives going in to the Super Bowl. Let's do read and react. Ugh. All right, good morning, Chelsea. Good morning. And uh, Jinx, by the way, 1992 in living color halftime for the Super Bowl. 20 million people tuned over the next year. NFL fought back with Michael Jackson. Oh my God. I'm thank you for looking that up because I thought that sounds right. And wow. And of course, who would you go to during that time? Michael Jackson. Whoa, good yep, ball. That's that's when it changed everything. Was that at the next year they went to Michael Jackson? It's it's been that way since. So all right, let's talk a little bit about the actual game here. The line for the Super Bowl is sitting there at, at two. It's been there pretty much at two from the very beginning. Obviously, this is going to imply a very close game coming up on Sunday. So if it comes down to a final kick, who would you rather trust? Harrison Butker for Kansas City. He went 33 of 35 with a long of 60 this year as far as field goals go. Or the rookie, Jake Moody, who went 21 of 25, still pretty good, and a long of 57. Chelsea, I'll ask you. Game on the line. You need a kick. Who do you like? Is this even a question? Harrison Bucker hit the game winner in the Super Bowl last year, and you're going against a rookie who has already missed kicks in this postseason? Yeah, I'll take Harrison Bucker. Duh. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I, it's got to be Harrison Bucker. Also, I think that when you have a name like Harrison Bucker and – this is not where I'm going to go where you think I'm going to go. But I'm saying it's so easy to give a guy like that a hard time. And when you're so talented at what you do that people don't even talk about your name anymore, they just say, yeah, he's a great kicker, Harrison Butker, end of story. And they don't say anything else. Then by God, you have done it, sir. So Harrison Butker is the call. All right, read and react number two. A recent survey says there will be over $23 billion that's with a B, Austin Powers-like, uh, wagered on the Super Bowl this year. This covers legal books, friendly bets, squares, all that kind of good stuff. So looking at all of these things, all of that put together, there's going to be 25% of the bets, they say, on same-game parlays, which we know not a great idea a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Lots of new gamblers out there, Jinx. So what's your favorite way to gamble on the Super Bowl? And what would you recommend one of these new oh. bettors that are going to be participating this year? Give our friends some good advice. <laughs> okay, well, I, I got to say, don't take my advice. But I this is going to be so, I love squares. I love squares because they're so old school and they require like zero thinking whatsoever outside of, 
oh, I hope I get a seven or a three or a zero. So I, I think it's because of our jobs, because we spend so much time looking at actual numbers and looking at line movement and looking at money movement and listening to experts. And of course, if you want to put down, my advice is this, if you want to have some fun, don't spend a lot of money, find a, a nice little parlay, like a three leg parlay, and maybe you make yourself some money if you want to have some fun. But ultimately for me, I like to go old school with squares because they require zero thought whatsoever. It's just rooting for something to happen without me putting in any sort of work. It's just like, ah, this is how I used to do it back in the day. Maybe I get a 10-3 score after the first quarter and I win some cash. So personally, I like the old school part of squares. But if you want to have some fun, a little parlay wouldn't kill you. Yeah, I think if we're giving advice, this is on the fun meter. This is not on the plus EV meter because like I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be so fun to bet on Travis Kelsey under the market is just too high. Nobody's not going to do that. I think the most fun way to bet on football games is the same game parlays. Yes, I know they're not profitable, but nothing keeps you more invested in the entire game, like having multiple legs of a game to have to follow. Because think about it. If you're betting, say, on one prop bet, you're saying, okay, if I'm betting on Travis Kelsey, I'm watching the Chiefs offense. When they're on defense, I don't really have to pay attention. Or if you're playing the squares, you just kind of pay attention at the end. But if you have a same-game parlay with multiple legs and multiple sides and multiple players, you're invested in every single play. If you've ever bet on a prop bet in general, you are looking for your guy. Is he in the game? Is he lined up? What's he doing on the sidelines? So the best way to stay invested in a game, same game parlay. Then you end up uh, like the annoying Super Bowl guest going, why don't they just hand it to him? Give him the ball. That's going to be uh, <laughs> that's, that's going to be me. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Exactly. All right, let's have a little fun. We we're just talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. Obviously, we know this year it's Usher. But if you were in charge, and this isn't about who the hottest new artist is or who's the person of the moment, this is just your personal favorite. Chelsea, I'll start with you. You're planning the Super Bowl halftime show. In Chelsea Messenger's world, what's the best Super Bowl halftime show performer that you could have? Well, I think for Super Bowl halftime performers, you have to have a person that is pretty mainstream and pretty popular. People want to know the hits and they want to sing along. So I do like this person. I understand this is not the most original pick. Gotta go with Drake. How many bangers does Drake have? And you can say he's mainstream all you want, but he has produced hit after hit after hit. And I bet he's probably not going to do the Super Bowl. I don't know if he's come out and said it. But he would have plenty of songs that people would be singing along to, whether you like it or not. So I'm going to go Drake. Oh, who would I go with? You know what? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, 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 I've been thinking about this, racking my brain, but I, I cannot come up with someone. I, I keep going old school. Like I want to see like Hall & Oates at the Super Bowl, and who in the hell wants it? They're not even talking right now. You know what I mean? These guys are broken up, but I I think it would be old school, and I think people would be surprised. I mean, this is just my personal old school opinion, right? I know the kids are going to be like, I don't even know who you're talking about, sir. Is this this guy that used to have a mustache and curly hair in the 80s named John Oates that you're talking about? Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. As far as like current artists, I'm, 
I don't know. I'd like to see has Post Malone performed yet at the Super Bowl? I feel like Post Malone. He's would be... doing something. He's doing something at the Super Bowl, isn't he? He's doing America the Beautiful. I think ah. as far as current artists go, I think Post would be really interesting because A, he can rap, but also he's delved more into singing with more of his recent stuff. And I think he's just a very interesting and super talented artist. And actually, he's inspired by a lot of rock music. If you sort of listen to him and research kind of his background, even though that's not how he started. So I would say old school Hall and Oates, but as far as current artists, I'd love to see Posty do it. And Miley I would be great too. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't say new edition. I thought about it, man. My money was all over that for you. I know. I Okay, so I, how many hits do they have? Like, I know some of their songs. Right. But do they have like a full catalog? And like, I seriously don't know. So you'll have to inform me. Oh, man, I, a billion. They're the most successful duo of all time. So I'm trying to think how many top. I'm trying to look here. They reached the top 40 with 29 singles. They have no, no, she's numbers. talking about new edition, Jinx. Not oh, new edition. Oh, they're talking about new edition. Well, yeah, here's new the edition. thing with new edition. Here's the thing with new edition. When you talk about new edition, it's not just new edition, it's also Bobby Brown. When you're talking about new edition, it's also Belle Biv DeVoe. It's also Johnny Gill. So you're getting a Ralph Tresman. So you're getting a bunch of different groups in one. Okay, so since you're undecided, we're going to put you down for Taylor Swift. Deal? Oh, God. Sounds good. Uh, uh, All right. Well, you know, if that makes your stomach hurt, too bad. We're talking about <laughs> Taylor Swift props after the break with Lucy Burge. I'm sure she will fill us in. That's next on The Daily Tip. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on The Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Rise and shine, people. Hour two carries on. And I think, I don't want to be dramatic, but I feel like this is the best week of the entire year to have our next guest on. Lucy Bird, BetQL, is going to join us in just a few minutes. And every week, we do a little deep dive into what's trending at the moment, whether it's pop culture, whether it's like the funny little things that coaches do. Lucy is always on top of like those storylines. So what better week to have her on than the Super Bowl, where we have worlds colliding. We have, of course, the on-field products, but also the halftime show and the celebrities. And of course, the behemoth that is every Taylor Swift storyline. So, thanks. yeah, I think this is the best time of the year to have Lucy on. I thought the same thing. I was like, what am I going to ask Lucy? What am I not going to ask Lucy? Because normally what I do is I go through, I mean, I follow Lucy obviously on Twitter and see a lot of her stuff, but I just go through and say, hmm, what has Lucy been up to? What do I need to ask about? And today I didn't even have to do it. I was like, there's so much going on in the world. I was like, let's just, you know, it's like an animal, like that's been brought up in captivity. You just got to let her go. That's what I would say. Let her go. Let her be free. Let her do her thing because this is her moment. There's, there's so much going on right now. We could do an hour just talking about pop culture, the Grammys, Taylor Swift, the Super Bowl, date, all these different things. I mean, yeah, I can't wait. Ooh, an animal in captivity. Well, she is wearing animal print. 
And if you're not oh. watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BeckQL, let's bring her on with any, without any further ado, Lucy Burge, BeckQL host and host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night right here on BeckQL. Always Boston strong, it's Lucy Burge. How do you like them apps? All right, Lucy, we have the big game coming up. And let's start with the halftime show, because I feel like we haven't talked about it that much. And there are plenty of ways that you can bet on the halftime show. So I wanted to get your take. Usher, of course, a massive superstar, especially if you're like around our age. You had, yeah, you had, you know, all of his big hits where he's dancing, he's singing. They are songs that you can dance to as well. So are you excited for Usher? And have you looked at any of the prop bets for the halftime show? Yes. Well, good morning. And as you said, there is uh, what isn't going on, basically, because you have the intersection of pop culture, sports and betting, because you've got Taylor Swift, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the halftime show, the the uh, national anthem with Reba and um, sports betting. So the prop for which song Usher will sing first is intriguing to me because the song that I kind of liked him to open with is not on the list and I think he could possibly or should if I was programming this start with caught up which I think is Uh. my favorite Usher song and I like the beginning that is one song there are a few songs in the world that I like the beginning of them more than the rest of the song um and caught up is one of them I like the start of caught up and the rest of the song could do without so let's say he starts with caught up like the beginning of it and then goes into yeah perhaps or oh oh my god which is on the list of of odds which I like for him to start with if you're taking one that's on the list um but of those songs I think caught up is what he should start with but I wouldn't rule out I know yeah is the favorite I saw that at plus 225 um for him to begin with but do you start with yeah or do you mix that in maybe if you bring in uh your guests um uh perhaps he starts with that maybe he starts with with oh my god I like that for the the ones that are listed on the odds list but I think caught up would be a very interesting way to go when it comes to starting the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. So Lucy, what about you personally? Because we were discussing this before you came on. If you had a preference, can be someone old, someone new. If you were in charge, just just you forget about it. You want to see someone perform on this platform, on this stage. Who would you go with and why? Oh, I oh, there's a plethora. Well, Eminem, of course, but he uh, did perform yes. quite recently. And I always think about this when he knelt during the um, during the performance. I thought at first he was kneeling to honor Dr. Dre's career, and I think about that all the time. And I'm like, mm. wow, I really did think that for a moment. Um, which you know, it's kind of touching. So I would pick. I would pick Britney Spears in theory. I would like to see okay. her make a comeback, and I think it would be, um, I would be interesting. I just want to see what she would do in t- in today. What what kind of performance she would put on? I also would love Post Malone because Post Malone, I I love Post yeah, Malone yeah. on his, by himself. I think he's phenomenal, but he also collaborates with a lot of different artists. So he there's potential for collaboration in the halftime show. So I would like to. Post Malone, I think right now, ideally bring out Ozzy Osbourne. He's collaborated with as well. A a ton of people Mm. he has at 21 Savage, um, a lot of uh, artists that he has collaborated with. He also reposted Taylor Swift's new album uh, cover release. So maybe bring on Taylor Swift as she wants. But I think Post Malone would be my ideal. Yeah, that's a good one. And if we could revive like prime Britney Spears, absolutely. Like in this yeah. day and age, I don't think it's happening. Like probably no, not, but, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, to overshadow just... Justin Timberlake's comeback, which I I'm out on Justin Timberlake. I it just, it, the vibes are not, I don't like him anymore. And I don't like the way he treated Britney Spears and the way he reacted to Britney Spears's apology to him. And then she took back her apology. Go girl with that, because don't apologize to Justin Timberlake. I don't want Justin Timberlake to make a comeback. So Britney Spears halftime show completely overshadow Justin Timberlake's comeback. Ooh, I wish they would do like a whole, I don't think it's the nineties. It's like the two thousands. If they did a whole like 2000s thing where they did Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, like that whole that genre. Be, if we did yeah, like an O-Town, ensemble thing. S Club oh, 7, bring back like every S- 98 degrees. Oh, every- <laughs> there ain't no party like an S Club wow. party. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, you lost me there. Little bow wow. Just bring back everybody at once. They all just perform at once. They sing We Are the World. It's going to be a three-hour show. <laughs> a three-hour show. With a football right, game, so- it's like an hour. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk Taylor Swift. And Jenks, stay with us here, buddy. Um, what's the game script here for Taylor Swift's appearance? We always talk about game script when we're handicapping player props on the field. But now we're trying to handicap some of these Taylor Swift props. And there's a bunch of them. You can like bet on what color she's wearing coming off the plane. What is the game script for Taylor Swift? What transpires when we see her, you know, enter the frame here? Yeah. So when I was looking at all of these odds that they have out on Taylor Swift, I started thinking, are, is there going to be a live camera on this plane from Tokyo? Because the odds are for the color shirt she's wearing when she gets off the plane, the color shirt she's wearing when she is uh, in the in the suite. Do they kiss before the or after the game, or do we see them kiss? So I'm thinking, okay, so she's flying back from Tokyo. There will be cameras at the airport 
uh, just like live broadcasting her arrival to Vegas. And so I feel like that will be a thing. And then we see her probably again entering the game, um, entering the suites and see her in the suites. And then I think what goes on forward from the beginning of the game when we see Taylor Swift depends on how the Chiefs are doing. Are the Chiefs winning? We They start showing Taylor Swift and uh, maybe start uh, saying like, oh, we'll see her in a bit down on the field. And I think she will be on the field celebrating perhaps. So let's say the Chiefs win. There are also odds, of course, for will they get engaged on the field, Travis and Taylor. will uh, what? Mm-hmm. There are odds for what price engagement ring it will be but that's hypothetical they aren't even engaged yet um who will be the best man at their wedding the favorite i will say the favorite is jason kelsey and i don't think it would be anybody else but jason kelsey so i would stay away from that one if you're looking at prop bets um and there are just odds for the color lipstick she is wearing which i would stay away from that one as well because i do think it will be red and uh, i wouldn't think anything else and that's the heavy favorite but the prop that I am very interested in is Taylor Swift adjacent. And that is the, of course, Gatorade bath color. Now, if ah. I am if I am writing the script for this, of course, the Gatorade is going to be red because that is Taylor Swift's color. So I would look at red as the color. I know orange has moved quite a bit in the odds because I, I believe that's what it was last year. But every time I want to take blue and every time I skip blue, uh, it's blue. So I I don't, I don't want to take blue, though, because I think it will be red because I think there might be a little nods to Taylor Swift in here. And also when it comes to will the Super Bowl MVP mention Taylor Swift, uh, I feel like I like Kelsey to be the MVP. So I'm going to say yes, but I think it would be hysterical if, let's say, the Niners win and Brock Purdy wins MVP of the Super Bowl and he mentions Taylor Swift anyway. There's a possibility. <laughs> Lucy, what is going to happen? I think we're all sort of assuming, right? At least when you think about how this is going to go down, that the Chiefs are going to win. And they may well. But what if they don't? Like, how Mm. is the telecast going to handle the disappointment of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Because we're all sort of imagining this very grandiose, sort of perfect ending to this love story in the big game. And there's a possibility it could not happen. Yeah, well, I I would be lying if I said there wasn't a moment during the Grammys when there was a lot of Taylor Swift going on when I thought, God, I hope the Niners just win this game so we don't see so there's so much. I don't know. I, for a moment, I was just like, okay, I don't know how we're going to do this for the next weeks. But okay, so I let, I'm, I'm beyond that now. So let's say the Niners win. And I think Taylor Swift and Travis would use this as a moment of, you know, perseverance and, you know, lessons learned. You don't always win. Taylor Swift does, I guess, at the Grammys. But then you have Taylor Swift's album coming out in April. So you move right along to that. And Travis can just be like, you know what? I'm really proud of her. And there's a lot of exciting things coming up. And I don't think Travis Kelsey's retiring. I know there's uh, rumors about whether what's going to happen to his future, but I feel like he's going to play another season after this. So I, uh, I think that the next thing with them, they will pivot right to her album coming out and how proud he is of it and how he has heard some of it. He said uh, during a Super Bowl opening night that he has heard some of her album. So I think it will be right to that so they have something to go to right away april 19th that album comes out bing bang boom uh they move right along and maybe get engaged at some point and we can forget that the chiefs lost the game all right so do you have a super bowl <laughs> prediction like we haven't asked you about yes. the actual super bowl 
You got a winner? Yeah, the Chiefs. I originally took them plus, it was uh, when I took them, it was like plus one. I was like, I'll just take their money line plus 110. Saw that. So, or plus two now, I guess. Um, so, I mean, either way, I might even take both. I guess, but I don't think it's going to be decided by between one and three points. So Chiefs money line. Oh, Chiefs money yeah. line. Yeah, I think oh, they, I, I mean, they I know see- what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog, I have so much trouble betting against that. So I think the Chiefs money line is I uh, was where I'm going right straight ahead. I have one more question for you, and it's not it's not Super Bowl related, but I did have to get your take. When Jay-Z went off at the Grammys and he was talking about Beyonce and then, which I was fine with until at the end when he was like, some of y'all shouldn't even be nominated in this category. What was your, I mean, I was like, all right, I know you're saying you're nervous, but what did, what was your takeaway from that? Oh, I love this, Jinx. I need more of this. I need more celebrities just going off. Like, just saying what you do. Oh, thank you for this award. Thank you to God. Thank you to my family. Say what he has won so much that he has the the platform and the space to do this because he doesn't, everyone's been thanked already. So he, I was like, where is he going with this? What is he saying? And then you start being like, wait, what does he mean by that? Like, oh, some of you got snubbed. Some of you shouldn't even be nominated. I'm like, who is he talking about here? And then it's daughters they're like oh what do i do beyonce's like ah what do we do here um <laughs> i loved it i i i'm like go go off king keep talking keep say, saying what you want to say and i think uh more celebrities um should should maybe say more what's on their mind and not be so like you know it's just, if you want to thank people of course but i i didn't hate it at all i really liked it Ooh, you know if there is a candidate for a loose cannon you were saying will anybody mention taylor swift in their acceptance speech wouldn't george kittle be the guy isn't he like a noted trash talker he would definitely do that i think he's the best pot stirrer of anybody in the super bowl so for that reason alone i think i'll be rooting for george kittle to win super bowl mvp uh and say taylor you chose the wrong tight end it should have been me, yeah. even though I think he has oh. a really hot girlfriend. But the <laughs> drama good. would be great. All right, Lucy, we got to get to break. But this was amazing as expected. She is Lucy Burge. Find her on Twitter, at Lucille Burge, and host of Back to the Futures each and every Sunday night right here on BeckQL. Thanks for stopping by, and best of luck on all your Super Bowl wagers, Lucy. We'll see you next week. Thank you. See you next week. You guys are amazing, and go Chiefs. Ooh, we'll take that compliment. God, everybody's on the Chiefs, and it makes me worried. Um, We'll see if that's the play. Top of the hour next, or not top of the hour, more Super Bowl bets coming your way. Oof. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. All week, you better you bet, and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. And we are back, my friends. And guess what? Yes, we will be talking about Super Bowl props. I believe there is close to a thousand total prop bets that are available uh, across the market, whether it's you know, over at BetMGM, you know, some of these offshore books that offer like the weird things, but you can bet on all of them, (laughs) which is crazy. 
And I have already mentioned this, that sometimes it feels like paralysis by too many options. But I will say some of these are fun. And that's the purpose. Like if you're not betting, you know, your salary or the mortgage, it is totally fine to place a bunch of like one or two dollar bets. But here's the thing also about the Super Bowl. This is when you can really rack it up when it comes to promotions. All of these sports books are offering offering all kinds of promotions for the big game, including BetMGM. Uh, if you look at BetMGM, they're offering a chance at $58,000. If you can correctly predict the most prop bets, what it is is their big game prop bet challenge. Um, all you do is you <coughs> – excuse me. You go to the promotions tab – of BetMGM, and I will get through this promo read, I promise. And what you do is if you already have an account, uh, you look for the Big Game Prop Bet Challenge, you have a chance to win over $58,000 if you can predict the most prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users. So if you're good at props, this is a great way for a free shot at winning $58,000. That's the thing, it's free. You don't even have to pay to enter. So that's the thing about promotions. A lot of these are free. There are risk-free same-game parlays. Take advantage of the promos. Jenks, I'm going to be betting on so many things. I cannot Mm -hmm. wait. Oh, well, I'm trying to figure out how many, hmm, how many bets am I going to make? I would say, what is your over-under on how many bets you're going to make? I'm trying to set, I'm going to say your over under is let me set it for you let me set it look at my metrics here beep, bop, boop, boop, boop. i'm gonna say nine is your over under Ooh, nine uh i would say over for sure nine make more than that on like a normal nfl sunday like official bets no i'm not gonna make nine no, 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 official no. bets but personal what well, is one game so i feel like when you get here's the thing about making a lot of bets on one game is that, at least for me, I don't want to speak for you, but when you're thinking about how a game's going to go, like after a while, if I make too many bets, then I feel like I'm contradicting myself as far as game script. Does that make sense? Unless mm-hmm. you have a really strong side and you're like, this guy's going to hit his over, this guy's going to hit his over. But then again, there's also exotic bets. So maybe I'm thinking too much of, about the game as opposed to other bets you can make. Yeah, because there's more options. You know, the mm. color of the Gatorade doesn't necessarily correlate with right. who wins the game. I know people love the Taylor Swift theory and saying, well, if, you know, the Chiefs win, it's going to be red. But red's also right. like a good flavor. So there is a chance that the 49ers do it. And also, the 49ers are a red team as well. Um, but we'll see right. what the Gatorade color is. But that's the thing. There's so many options. You have Super Bowl MVP. You have, you know, uh, the national anthem. And I feel a cough coming on. Jags, how many bets are you going to make? Well, Chelsea, you go ahead and cough it out. I'll tell you about the bets I'm going to make. I probably will. I will only make a handful. I'll definitely do the national anthem. I'm all about Reba stretching that bad boy out. And you can make even money doing that. I think it's juice to the under because the, the total is so high or whatever it is you know, however long she's supposed to sing the anthem. So I'll probably hit the over there. I always go tails just for funsies on the coin flip. So I'll do that. That's two right there. I'll probably do Gatorade. I'm not going to make any Swifty bets. I want nothing to do with any of that nonsense. And then I will make, I'll probably make a few prop bets as well. So I'll probably make about five or six. 
And then I already put down $50 on a square bet, you know, one of the squares that you can do. Mm -hmm. I did that back in December when I was visiting Catherine's family and her it was her neighbors in South Carolina when they were feeding us bourbon, like they were pouring it like it was water. And this guy was like, hey, Venmo me 50 bucks and I'll put you on these squares. I was like, sure. I don't know about that. I'll probably never see that money again. But yeah, I'm probably around five or six. All right, let's try to interest you in some of these prop bets because we do have some of them in front of us. And I do think they are interesting because from an analytical standpoint, I think our minds always go to, okay, is there a logical way that we can make a case for some of these exotics? So the one I'm looking at is the Gatorade color. We have heard several votes for red because of the Taylor Swift reference. But usually I'm wondering who picks. Is it the equipment manager? Is it like the captain of the team? I'm wondering if it, if it's anything like, I know in Major League Baseball, whoever is the starting pitcher gets to pick out like the uniforms they wear. Do you think somebody right. gets to choose this? Or do you think it's totally random? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I think somebody probably chooses it. Or does some sort of like investigation or some sort of planning planning? Or I or maybe not. I but I I I feel like now because oh gosh, this is a good question. I can't decide. I can't decide. I think ultimately I change okay, now that I've thought about this, I think it's probably just random. I think we would like to think there's some sort of thought behind it, like, oh, this would make sense, or this would make sense, or you know, based on this, but the teams aren't thinking that, right? Like the teams, these teams have a lot more things to worry about than whatever color Gatorade is going to be poured potentially over any player or coach or whatever. So I think it's just, look, this is what we got. This is what we're going with. And then that's the way it is. But I think it's interesting to pontificate or to think, oh, maybe there's something behind it. That's part of the fun. Right, because as gambling gets more and more popular and legal in more states, I'm wondering how many tipsters are going to be emerging from behind the scenes because we have seen some great, you know, red-blooded American heroes who are leaking footage of the national anthem uh, rehearsals, but will they leak anything else? Oh, let me take care of you there, Chelsea. Well, I don't know. I, I, I do think your point is a good one, which is, look, when, as gambling continues to proliferate, and this is what I tell people too, is that, you know, when you're in it as long as you are, then you tend to think, oh, it's been around forever, but it really hasn't. Let's let's remember that sports betting is not legal in every single state. So as it continues to grow, which is one of the exciting parts of being in this market or being in this industry, then you will see teams or you will see leagues, and we're seeing them already be a lot more careful about things that are leaked. They'll institute more rules to make sure the integrity of the game stays intact because there's always people anyway that say, oh, this is rigged, this is rigged, whatever. So ultimately, to make sure nothing is leaked and that nothing seems suspicious, then whatever they institute, whatever the NFL institutes or other leagues institute, it will make sure that nothing like this is pre-planned, right? Which is why I keep going back to the idea that this is random. We'd like to think there's something to it, but I'm quite sure that the league is way ahead of us in saying, uh, we're not going to let this leak out or have you guys plan anything so that someone can make some cash on the side. I think it's random. And also there's probably going to be different color Gatorade depending on where you are in the field. 
or what the defense is drinking, whatever. It's, I, I don't know. I'm not a Gatorade expert. I, I'm more of a Powerade guy, honestly. Well, here's a question that I think I know the answer to. I feel like okay. you bet on the coin toss every year. So are you going to bet on tails like you always do? Yes. Will you bet on who sure wins am. the coin toss? Like, what's the handicap for who wins the coin toss? Do you think there is mm, one? No, there's no. No. Just like tails. Like, eventually, it's going to be heads. I've been winning with tails. or I've won, I don't know, one of the past two years, whatever. It's obviously just pure speculation. Maybe <laughs> I doubt about this. It's such a stupid way to bet. But if you want to have some real fun, go ahead and just hedge. You know, go ahead, bet tails, and then say, you know, I'll hedge and say that the Chiefs are going to win the toss. But, of course, it'll be heads and 49ers. Whenever you bet on those, just don't don't bet a lot of money. Just do it for fun. Put five, ten bucks down max. And if you win, you say, hey, I want a coin toss. Don't don't put down a heavy bet on things like that because they are just pure chance. Okay, I'm wondering why they even offer this market because I am that involves this many numbers, but mm-hmm. they have a bet that says how many beers will be sold during the Super Bowl in the stadium. Under 120,000 is juiced to minus 225 or i read that wrong that's the beers uh the beers under 120,000 minus 175 over 120,000 plus 130 same with hot dogs they give you a number at 17,000 who's getting the statistics on this do they even have this information available online i mean that's what i wonder i don't i don't know where these numbers come from and that's what i wonder like how in the hell do you set these you say, all right, here's the attendance. The average American at a football game eats X amount of hot dogs. And so then you do some sort of math and come up with these numbers. Hot dogs? Oh, I definitely lay the juice with the under. Yeah, there's going to be so – it's Vegas. If this were if this were a different stadium where you wouldn't have all the elite options that come with playing a game in Vegas at a new stadium – at the Super Bowl, then you'd be like, yeah, I'll give me a hot dog. But man, at a game like this, oh, there's going to be so many different options. I would go under on hot dogs. Ooh, and it doesn't feel like they're popular for hot dogs. Like, it would be one thing if, you know, you're at a stadium where hot dogs are super popular, like Dodger dogs. But in Vegas, like, who wants a hot dog? That sounds terrible, and it just makes my stomach hurt a little bit. But I don't think I'm going to be betting on many of these exotics. Like, maybe I'll do the the coin flip. But other than that, I'm not going to lie. Like, most of these don't really interest me that much. Is this just because I'm not a Taylor Swift fan? I'm not interested in any of these. I mean, my God. Will Taylor Swift's travel from Japan to Vegas be shown? Gah. Will Taylor mention Kelsey or the Chiefs at her Tokyo show? Minus 200 if you can find it in Canada or whatever. She probably will. She'll get everyone riled up. Let me tell you something. When you announce your new album at the Grammys, trust me, you are absolutely part. You are the vital cog in a marketing machine. So with everything happening, with all the buildup here, she will absolutely mention Travis at her show. Yeah, I think so too. Like she's one of those that's always putting little Easter eggs. Isn't that her thing? Like she loves Easter eggs. Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, gotta love her, right? Hmm. All right, coming up next, top of the hour, we will talk to John Ewing of BetMGM, finding out some of the ticket splits and where the sharp money is headed in the big game. That's next on the Daily 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.